What about you, Alec? Oh, I hate this show. I hate it so much. <laughs> I didn't know this about you. The, such a dumb Whoa! show. Welcome to the What's Over the Podcast, where we fashion ourselves television judge and jury. My name is JJ Crowder. I'm here with my co-host, Matson Heiner. Better run than done. And Alec Burgess. Let's get it. We appreciate you tuning in. Go hit that follow, subscribe, bell notification, uh, yeah, all those buttons. <laughs> Click them because that helps us grow the podcast. It's our Keeps third recording in. session, JJ's. Yeah, <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> My brain, brain is melted. So hit all those buttons and shit. And in our, yeah, in our defense, this is, this is JJ's fault. That's fair. That is a, fair. He was, I, was, I don't know I was, what you were doing. I think you were on a boat. I was on a boat for a that's couple a of good, days. That's a good excuse, though. Yeah, so I wasn't able to watch Miss Marvel, and then I've been slacking on the boys, which we'll talk about why here in a minute. And then it's just been a lot of salt today. Of all we, so for our listeners, we just recorded Thor: Love and Thunder. We recorded the last episode of Miss Marvel, and JJ hasn't liked any of them. And it sounds mm-hmm. like he's not going to like this one. <laughs> Yeah, I'm struggling. I'm struggling. Well, and it started off, so let's just jump in because we did the first three episodes already. So if you haven't listened to those that episode, go back and listen. And I wasn't thoroughly impressed with those episodes. Like, it just felt – it just wasn't the boys to me. Like, it was – oddly enough, I love the over-the-top violence and the vulgarity and everything in this show. But it felt – even, it was just like I've I've seen this before, right? Like, mm-hmm. and I think that's the danger that this show was always going to flirt with is how long can you do it before you've done it too long? And so, I think they if they haven't already gotten there, they're close now. So episode four, five, six, I did not enjoy. I I I was bored. I was waiting for something new. I was waiting. I didn't enjoy Soldier Boy. I didn't enjoy the whole Frenchie and the female arc. I thought it was weird. It was out of nowhere. Like, it just felt very disjointed and disconnected. One thing about this show that has always been interesting to me is how streamlined and connected everything has been. And it's told a very straightforward narrative. This season was all over the place until you get to episode seven and eight. Now, at seven and eight, very enjoyable episodes. The fights were good. The the narrative was very good. The the stakes were very high. Very interesting how things were getting turned on their head. Alliances were changing. Um, people were coming back that were gone. I mean, it was interesting to me. Leading up to episode seven, I, I was nothing. I didn't like it. I was bored. So I think that's so. my problem. I just remember episode seven and eight so well right now that I love those episodes. They were all sure. awesome. They were sure. so good. But I think a lot of what you're saying does ring true. And I think you said about JJ that this show, for what's made it so good, is also its own worst enemy. That the the shock value of, of the boys is like nothing I've ever seen in, in some ways on television. But like Herogasm, when that episode where JJ texts me about that, I'd become so desensitized and I expected it to be more outlandish than what it was. Like, I was like, Oh, that's it. Like, like, a uh, ice dildo. Like, Oh, okay. Like, cause we had already seen a little dude go inside of a dude's penis and explode at the beginning of the season. <laughs> you can't really top that. And so that is one thing 
I'm curious to see after episode seven, they they just will talk about what's really going to happen. But I feel like they need to have an exit strategy identified to kind of wrap this up or otherwise it's, I really, I'm worried about that. But man, I will say Homelander still is just a G on screen. That, that actor, his name escapes me right now. The man, Anthony Starr, that guy Mm -hmm. is, he is locked in in on homelander and it just he continues to get more off the rails and oh man some of the kid killing a bunch of his cohort like the whole black noir oh man like yeah homelander he gets me to a screen i'll say that he's on screen i am glued locked in yeah rumor has it he just signed a contract with marvel so to play a villain if he did that to play villain, I hope they say let's let's take Homelander, change it slightly, and bring it because that dude is creepy. Yeah, no, I'm excited. No, I love Anthony Starr. I think he's the best part of this show by far. Him and Butcher because I love Carl Urban too. So those two are by far the best. But and I'm with you. Seven and eight was great, but the rest I just eh, whatever. What about you, Alec? Oh, I hate this show. I hate it so much. <laughs> I didn't know this about you. Such a dumb show. But I really liked Soldier Boy. And the reason why I liked him was, you know, they're they're searching for a weapon to kill Homelander, right? And this weapon just happens to be, uh, you know, Soldier Boy, who is now, you know, radioactive and experimented on with the Russians. And we get this kind of, without them telling us that, the reason why Soldier Boy could be a weapon is because he literally can burn the V out of someone's system, mm-hmm. make him human again. Um, and I was like, oh, okay, this is how they get Homelander. And then in episode eight, that's not how they get Homelander. Homelander gets away. So it's like, how how are they going to take down Homelander? And this kind of goes to Matson and his exit strategy. Like, I don't I don't get how they're gonna beat out Homelander and if they don't beat out Homelander what's the fucking point of this show <laughs> well technically they still have Ryan who in theory could take out Homelander because uh, Stormfront was as powerful and unkillable as Homelander they also still I mean Soldier Boy's still alive so and we certainly learned that Homelander isn't as infallible as he thinks he is because even Maeve kicked his ass to a certain level um by herself and uh, while Maeve's really powerful she wasn't they never make you feel like she always has this fear of Homelander but she held her own yeah but that's hand to hand combat she stabbed him in the brain and this dude just pulled out her ship like you can't beat him and so I was really looking forward to hopefully seeing Soldier Boy do that because Soldier Boy we see is a lot uh, less durable. Like mm-hmm. he gets a bit of that nerve agent and, you know, lights out. But also, like he, he was getting his shit kicked in by Homelander one on one in their first fight at Hero Gasm. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, oh, okay, get rid of Homelander. Now you got Soldier Boy. He's still a problem, a very big problem with his PTSD and everything, but not as big of a problem as Homelander currently is. Sure. Yeah, I, it's I'm yeah I'm with you. I it's such a. The, and here's the part that's crazy is there were some really intriguing stories within this season, that just didn't get 
much airtime. Like the A train thing was very interesting to me. Uh, and especially the way that that ended with him getting Blue Hawk's heart. And the way he killed Blue Hawk was one of the one things that like really, I was like, oh shit, that was freaking nuts. That was very old school early on the boys for me was that death scene where he's dragging oh. him along the road. That was so fucking cool. And then you get to the end and he's just pieces of him missing because they're just disintegrated by the concrete. I thought that was cool as fuck. And so I liked his story. I loved MM's story. Like where they, the, you know, where his ticks came from and his OCD and how that I wanted more of that, but we got so much of the, the temp v and butcher stuff that i was like i i've seen this already right i mean the temp v not so much but butcher story has always been so front and center because it's carl urban that i i'm more interested in like an mm or a frenchie story like i wanted more frenchie just frenchie and his whole background and things like that so like these little stories that they would tease you with in this season but then they would always go back to that main narrative and i you know I think this show could have prolonged itself by having more upfront with some of these smaller characters that we weren't prepared for with the background being the overarching fear of, Oh, here's Homelander or here's, you know, the soldier boy piece. But I don't know. I don't know how you do that. I don't know how to rewrite this one like I normally do, but well, I think there is some sort of edge. right. Cause um, the butcher, he's going to die. Sure. They, they said he's got like what six months or something like that, basically. Uh, so maybe I don't know. Season four is the end, or at least the end of of his character per se. But I, it's funny. I couldn't imagine the boys without Butcher, but now I'm I'm definitely getting Butcher fatigue to an extent. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I, his storyline of interest has run its course, especially as he's, you started to see that he was almost working with Homelander to some capacity. I'm like, no, like. I don't need that. And I think I'm Carl Urban's character. I I liked a great actor and like this character, but I'm kind of, I'm kind of done with it at the moment. Yeah. It's funny because that's the, his whole crew kind of feels the same way. So I'm maybe (laughs) I'm supposed to feel, which if that's what they were going for, they've done a good job. Yeah. Well, and that's, I, I don't know. Like I love Homelander and I love how crazy he is, but I'm also more interested as like this Victor- Victoria Newman character as a villain. Like that's the one thing that I have with Homelander is Homelander is a blunt object that will just destroy and wreak havoc, which is always interesting to me because he's unhinged. But I like these, like for me, Stan Edgar was always a more interesting villain, not the least of which because of who he's played by. But um I like a smart, intelligent, scheming villain, and that's not Homelander. And so, like, the blunt edge can only be interesting for so long because you know what he's going to do. He's going to laser a dude's face off when he hits his kid in the head with a bottle. You know that's what's coming. So for me, a Victoria Newman sneaking around trying to get you know, Starlight to help her. When Starlight won't help her, she goes to Homelander all to get in within the presidency because now all she's got to do is kill the president and she's president, right? So that kind of scheming to me is more of what I wish, I hope they lean into a little bit more for next season versus just the pure blunt force trauma of uh, Homelander going off the rails. But they've killed enough major characters in this season. Uh, What are they going to do now? You know what I mean? Like 
you got Noir's gone. I don't think you see Maeve back this after because she's going to disappear. I'm just like, ooh, you got some shoes to fill at this point. Like, there's very little of the original seven left. There's so. deep, but he's never really been somebody I care for too much. Well, and I didn't. Yeah, and I, you know, the first two seasons, it was interesting because all this bad shit was happening to him. This season, they tried to put him more up front, and I did not enjoy his part of this movie at all, this show at all, like this season. Like, I, you could have completely gotten rid of the deep for me, and I would have been okay. His octopus fucking did nothing for me. And the weird, his his wife thing, it just, Mm -hmm. that his whole story did nothing for me. Yeah, the only thing he contributed was he killed the guy who was going to be the VP. Yeah. Like, that's all he did. And I mean, you can get anybody to Senator pull and pull somebody down. Sure. Or have someone kill someone and make it look like an accident. And that's easy. Yeah. Well, and I would have been more intrigued by his story if you'd have left him out of most of the season. And I realize you have this actor that you're paying to be there. But have him be far less in it. And it's still on the outskirts of the seven, right? And then at the end, his way back into the seven was killing the would have been vice president. You know what I mean? That would have been more. And then setting him up for a more prominent role in the fifth, fourth season, you know, with maybe a hopefully more fluid and better story than what he's gotten. But the deep's just not interesting to me and never really has been. What I am interested to see is uh, Newman's daughter. Mm -hmm. Because she... She chopped her full of V, but then we didn't get anything more. And she does this as kind of insurance against Homelander, um, you know, which is a phenomenal way to take care of your kid, pump them full of drugs. Yeah. But after that, we don't get her anymore. And then Newman kind of teams up with Homelander. So I am interested. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah, I should see what kind of, you know, role her daughter is going to play, if any at all, if that was just a throwaway. Well, now that they're in the government and everything, I, I will say some of the things they left this season with are intriguing, as, as you guys are kind of alluding to. Like, there's definitely some. I mean, you're gonna you're gonna try and kill the vice president of the United States. Like, that's that's as high as high of stakes as you can go um, yeah. to an extent. And and then with the, like Homelander now has got his son, and he just we saw him kill that protester and. I really think they did a good job of showing kind of like what American politics and sentiment is like today. Because if something like that happened, I could see like that dad, MM's daughter, stepdad. Mm -hmm. I don't know how much of a stretch it really is to say that someone would would be like that now. Like, that's why I was like, I think they did a good job there because I I mean, I got to be honest, like I could see that happening and people reacting in that exact way which is a scary thing to verbalize that i think america could do that but i really am intrigued at how they're setting some of that up because the boys has never shied away from any of that stuff and i do think that's one of the things they do very well um they're they're in your face and they're brash about it and they don't shy away and if they're going to go more into this kind of leaning into what america's kind of is today and intertwining some of the superhero-ness as they've been building i mean I'm going to watch season four. I'm curious to see what they're going to take there and what other 
because uh, I did get a little tired of the the Vought narrative mm-hmm. that it was so corrupted that they could sweep everything under the rug. So I'm more interested in them transitioning over to the U.S. government than staying in Vought Tower because I think they've kind of exhausted all avenues there for me. Yeah. Yeah, it wouldn't be a stretch for me to believe that there's people out there that would celebrate that piece. So I'm with you there. Any other thoughts on the last five episodes? I guess, yeah, the last five. I like the action. Uh, Soldier Boy, Homelander, mate. Like, there were some sweet fight scenes because that's one sure. thing the boys, you haven't seen a ton of like superhero on superhero action, just bits and pieces. But man, I liked um, those scenes. I thought it was compelling, very cool to see the butcher have the laser eyes and see Homelander kind of meet his match with some people and um, enjoyed the visuals there. Um, and then I'm, just, I'm not sure how I feel about Huey and Starlight and all that that happened there. Like, I think at times it got a little exhaustive, but I don't know. Like, I liked it. Seven, eight were so good that I'm forgetting what I didn't like a lot of. <laughs> um, I kind of rose-colored glasses because those episodes ended with such a dramatic bang for me. But there was just a lot of kind of slow, monotony plot points that JJ's talked about, especially with Frenchie in that arc that didn't really matter. And then I found myself just getting tired of the butcher towards the end. But again, maybe that was by design. Um, but I, I'm... I don't know how much more they can go. Like, I feel like they may need to cap it at a fourth season, or if they're going to do a fifth, they really need to have a strong exit strategy. Yeah, I agree. What about you, Alec? Oh, my favorite part of this entire five episode run was when soldier boy and Homelander are going at it and butcher shows up and just blindsides Homelander. Cause you can see in, Anthony Starr's face and oh fuck I (laughs) fucked up moment like what is going on because Butcher has never really been intimidated by Homelander and that was before he had any kind of superpowers so now you have this dude who is just ready to unleash fury and now his his punches have some power behind them because he's on the V yeah. And that was my favorite part because Anthony started such a great job. I was like, oh shit. Yeah. Oh, what? He has no idea what's going on. I mean, I'm sure you could probably guess, right? Sure. But he doesn't have a clue what just hit him. And it's like, oh no, like I got to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Um, but I also really, and I don't know why they did it, right? They brought in Ryan as the way to block Butcher from, yeah. you know, going with Homelander. But, I mean, for me, that was a bit of a stretch in the sense that yeah. you've got Butcher who has really no morals. Sure. And they've, they've spent the entirety of the show up to this point kind of illustrating this fact that this dude is after one thing, and it's killing soups. Mm-hmm. He's willing to drop down to the lowest low to get that. And then he stopped on the precipice, really, of his victory because of this 10-year-old. Yeah. Um, and so I was like, I was like, I know why they did it, right? It's the only thing in the entire show universe that could have stopped Butcher. But I don't think it would have in that moment, just because he, at this point he's figured out the temp V is killing him. Like this is his last shot. He's already kicked Huey to the curb. This is the final go down for uh, Butcher and Homelander. Really 
and he just balks and yeah. you know kind of stops right at the right at his crowning moment. I don't buy it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not. Got to drag it out to season four. Yeah, I mean, I would have been better if Butcher and Soldier Boy killed Homelander, and then that kind of awoke Ryan, and mm-hmm. he ends up being the one who like kills Butcher, just because. I, I think that would have fit better for me, because I, I'm not buying the Butcher's pulling pulling his punches now at the end, and then goes after Soldier Boy. If they killed Homelander, though, like. I don't know if I would have wanted to watch anymore. Yeah. Because I see, I get what you're saying, Alec. I think that's a pretty good story progression, but I think I would have been done. I think they should have just... I just wanted them to... I don't know if I wanted Homelander to die or that he somehow loses his powers and just ends up in an insane asylum or something, but this new arc, I I have more questions than than confidence. So... I'm going to be really like the next season in a couple of years when it comes out or whatever, I'm going to be walking into be a very skeptical viewer for sure. Yeah. I think it could have been interesting to see Homelander get hit by soldier boy lose his powers. Cause obviously they still survive it for the most part. Right. Mm-hmm. If they're, if they're adjacent to it or however it might work, but they lose their powers, but they obviously can get them back because we see Imiko gets her powers back by taking V again but I'm with you. I would have loved to have seen he loses his powers. Victoria Newman sticks him in an insane asylum. And then you have a plot point of the next season of someone's trying to get rid of Victoria Newman. How interesting would it be at that point to go, how do we get rid of this head popper? We need Homelander. And maybe Butcher has to go give him V to get his Mm -hmm. power backs in order to take on Victoria Newman at that point. Right. I think that would have been more interesting because then you also get to play on maybe a couple of episodes of this distraught Homelander having to re-identify or relearn who he is because he doesn't have his powers and they've defined him for his entire life. So maybe he's starting to figure it out and he's starting to become a different person because he doesn't have his powers. He's got to be human now. So he can kind of connect with that humanity that he's never been able to do before. And then they have to, and then it goes right back and they have to give him his powers to fight Victoria Newman Hmm, now it's an interesting because now can he balance having found his humanity or finding parts of it with having powers again? Who knows, right? So I think that would have been a much more. Yeah. I will say I did. I did like Homelander talking about how like he talked about the seven and getting my own team and like they were. I wanted them to be my family. Like that landed for me. Like his whole sure. his whole emotional buildup and trying to find out who he is. Like that theme throughout this season, I did like. I I can. I related to it. I could understand his struggle. He's trying to find something that can connect him to. He just wants to be loved. He wants to be appreciated, but he doesn't know how to find it. And that's why Soldier Boy thinks he's a pussy. And that's why Homelander is off Kelter because he wants the public to follow. And now that he killed that protester, he's got half of America or the world liking him. I will say I am intrigued to see what that's like in the next season because he's only going to lean more into this creepiness. And his son, you could see the smirk starting to happen. You know Ryan's going to start to get twisted. Um, mm-hmm. That aspect, again, like that's what I like about Homelander. Um, I just wear that they're not going to have the best job at where to focus that. But 
his progression there was interesting. And I did also want to call out Black Noir's like cartoon <laughs> thing with his brain being messed up. I was confused and then I was like, oh, so that's what happened and that's why he's this way. And then all that made a ton more sense to me because his brain just is effed up. And <laughs> while it was <laughs> weird, it was also kind of like okay like yeah. it was such a boys thing to do but then i was like oh like i've never seen that before but why not yeah yeah it was an interesting way to show what he was going through in his own mind and things like that so i liked it it's kind of sad that he died but it was an interesting take dude what a <laughs> ugh, like what th- that's confusing to me because some of these characters like um the one that um a train killed the what what was that character the blue hawk yeah because some of them can can die i hate to say relatively easy because i mean a homelander but it's confusing at times what a a soup can die from and what they can't die from because they all seem to be bulletproof ish but then you can just get dragged in a street and you die when you're being dragged i don't know like the the whole power levels can fuzzle me sometimes yeah, and I think there's different levels of, like, obviously Homelander and, and Stormfront and even Soldier Boy, to a certain degree, have much more durability than some mm-hmm. of the sea level as they talked about, heroes and things like that. I just wish they did a little better at explaining who had that durability and who yeah. didn't. Because, I mean, even Butcher killed the one just by beating his head against the freaking sink or whatever it was. So it's like some of them have no durability at all, no super strength at all, but some of them have all of it in the world. Yeah, and I so think that's part of the problem level. Butcher was so powerful, but I, maybe they, they did allude to this sometimes that, that V makes you more of who you are, and Butcher was already just as, I mean, obviously as tough as like come. Like the dude was yeah. like built on nails, so maybe his power level because of that was higher than some of these C-Sweeters that are really just like wimps, like all things considered, like we've seen, but they have powers. So if they had leaned on that a little bit more, I could get, a, I could, I could understand. Like, I mean, again, this is all just hypothetical shooting drug makes you superhero. But if you gave me that, just that tidbit more and left it at that, that's mm-hmm. enough. And But as we know in many shows, then if they go too much into and explain too much, then it's too much. But I felt like they didn't give us one way or the other. And so I need a little bit more. It would have clarified things for me. Yeah, I agree. There it is. Anything else? I'm worried. I hope they do. I hope they get back to some root level stuff on season four. I hope they figure it out because I... I was pretty highly disappointed with season three overall. The last two episodes were great. A couple of moments throughout the episodes were decent, but it wasn't didn't have the same feel as the first two seasons for me. So, so is next year's Hero Gasm canceled or <laughs> probably, which is very disappointing. There's some weird shit that went on in there, but it wasn't as extreme. In the comics, it's much more extreme. Um, oh, I bet. I did have a new item to add to my 10 ways I don't want to die list. Um, And I've had to really sift through this because the boys would take up all 10 spots. Easy. Sure. But I think being stabbed through the face with a vibrator is is up there. That's going to be number two on my list. Yeah, that would, that would, that would not be pleasant. So. mm. Yeesh. All right. Well, there it is. The boys season uh three episodes four through eight um 
yeah, they got some work to do. But could have been much worse than it was, but it wasn't as good as they have been. Uh, Madison, tell everybody where they can find us. Yeah, if you want to come listen to our mountain of other content surrounding TV and movies, check us out at uh, What's Our Verdict Reviews, wherever good podcasts can be found. Uh, check us out at whatsourverdict.com to see what has been released and what's upcoming on social media. Um, anything but TikTok, you can find kind of what's coming out or has come out. TikTok is where you can find all things random from tigers to pizza with ice cream to movie trivia to fan theories to roasting other co-hosts. I don't know if Alex roasted himself. Maybe I should make a TikTok and do that. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I roasted it. myself. Yeah. You've, had, you've had a week off, Mats, and I've got like a <laughs> backlog of Mats roast. Especially since JJ's getting a little bit of time off for his great fan theories he's been feeding me. It is, it is good to be back. I was I was on vacation in, in Hawaii for a few episodes, but it, it is it is good to be back. Mm-hmm. I don't know what we're going to do movie-wise because there ain't a, a lot of stuff out there. We're going to do some movies from the past and do some TV shows because, man, movies coming out, content is light. Yeah, we'll have to figure it out. I saw some previews that might be interesting over the weekend, so we'll see. We'll talk about it. But, yeah, there it is. As always, we appreciate you tuning in. We'll catch you on the next one. Bye. Cinematic Apple.